Women of Science and Music, 30 Celebrations, Episode 10, The Ghost of Warley Place. There's many a lass of the scientist clan that has followed her brief in the field. She has sworn, she has cursed, been ignored and abused, but a scientist never can yield. I am Frances M. Lynch, the Artistic Director of Electric Voice Theatre, and you are most welcome to this tenth episode of our podcast series, Women of Science and Music, 30 Celebrations. As Mary Maxwell Campbell's march dies away, we turn to the subject of today's podcast, the ghost of Worley Place, who was in fact Ellen Wilmot, a wealthy horticulturalist with a passion for roses. Born in 1858, she lived most of her life at Worley Place in Brentwood, Essex. You'll hear from our guests today that Miss Wilmot's ghost is also a plant whose name is attached to a wonderful, if possibly imaginary, story. To set the scene, we begin with a folk song arrangement by Imogen Holst. It's a Gloucestershire song collected by Cecil Sharp. The sweet country Cecil Sharp was a friend of Wilmot's, who, like Holst, was a member of the English Folk Dance and Song Societies, which Sharp helped to found. There is no evidence yet that the two women ever met, but certainly music and Essex provide strong links between them, as did the delights of a sweet country life. You will usually hear the nuthatches, goldfinches, poshards, sandpipers, mandarin ducks. My favourite thing is the atmosphere there. It's a very quiet place and you can still feel as if you're discovering the garden for yourself. I'm Helen Jacobs. My name is Elsa Wildig. I'm the Senior Conservation Advisor at Essex and Suffolk Water. I've been involved with Wardley Place for well over 20 years. My name is Sandra Lawrence. I'm Elspeth Manders. I'm a journalist and author. I'm a musician and a composer and an artist. I have been interested in Ellen Walmart since I was a child and I used to visit Worley Place. This site fascinates me more than any other historic garden I've ever visited. Like a magical secret garden. I'm currently writing a new biography of Ellen I was commissioned by Electric Voice Theatre to write a piece of music and create a piece of artwork to celebrate Ellen Wilmot, the horticulturalist. Just using the word horticulturalist is really important. She wasn't a garden designer. She was not a garden designer. She wasn't playing at it. She was much more interested in the science and in the she botany. She knew what she was doing. Collecting plants and finding new plants. People from Kew, the Royal Botanic Garden, Edinburgh, Glasnevin, all the main botanical institutes 
would consult her. In 1884, for her birthday, her mother, who was also a really fantastic gardener, gave Ellen a copy of The English Flower Garden by William Robinson, and that was really influential. And it's all to do with wild gardening and not bothering about rows of bedding and that sort of thing. I was thing. really struck by how nature has taken precedence over time. So I would say that her legacy is more in the plants than in the gardens that she left or didn't leave. Through her iconic flora, her voice still remains. Her influence is very much in the nature reserve. Essex and Suffolk Water does have a small site in Warley. She wanted to have every kind of plant possible. Very close to Warley Place. She supposedly had a hundred thousand different plants. Sites like our Warley site could be really important. This is a phenomenal variety. Because although it's a small site, it does have grass and trees. There are lots of trees that may have come from China at the beginning of the 20th century. It's close to some of these special sites in Essex, like Warley Place. The Essex Wildlife Trust now manage this once important garden as a nature reserve. So having small sites, maybe where the grass is cut a little bit less frequently to allow stopping off points for pollinating. And it's and this combination of an old garden being a nature reserve, which makes it so special. And so our small little reservoirs and our, our water towers and pumping stations can be stepping stones for wildlife, especially as the climate changes. I think that's the key point. It's the diversity on this nature reserve. So that it's doing as much as it can for biodiversity, for wildlife, and for the permeability of Essex and Suffolk, especially as we start to feel the effects of climate change. There's so much biodiversity and the plant life in this site. This hence feeds back into diversity in the insects and the birds. Where we do have land that can be used for wildlife and for nature, I think it's important to try and get as much benefit for biodiversity out of that land and to try and think strategically as well. So having partnerships like between Essex and Suffolk Water and Essex Wildlife Trust is really important because you can start to see the bigger picture. I don't know of any other garden that was so important in its own time that is now managed as a nature reserve. There will be people who manage Warley Place but Essex Wilder Trust can see how that fits into the county as a whole. It's fantastic in spring because it hasn't been gardened for so long. All the flowers that come out under the deciduous trees, the snowdrops, the crocuses, the daffodils. Flowers like her erginium. That's a sea holly. The story is she scattered seeds of that in friends' gardens and they would pop up one or two years later. But it wasn't called Miss Wilmot's ghost, it was just an eryngium. That's not to say that the eryngium wasn't a favourite of Miss Wilmot's. She did have Alfred Parsons paint a picture of an eryngium. Miss Wilmot's ghost is great for bumblebees. It's one of the best plants I know for bumblebees 
I've had rare butterflies on my plant of it this year. I genuinely think that a lot of the stories about Ellen Wilmot, had she been a man or even a married woman, I think it would have just been shrugged off. There are some connections with the Royal Horticultural Society. It is said that she persuaded Sir Thomas Hanbury to buy Wisley and give it to the RHS. And although she was a member of the society, I don't think she was part of the club. They sort of almost had her in on sufferance because she brought money, because she brought amazing plants. I'm not sure they really wanted women at all. She was part of the Women's Farm and Garden Association, which would later spawn the Women's Land Army. She trained female gardeners herself, a couple of them. Certainly she was the patron of Frances Woolsey's Glind School of Lady Gardeners. She encouraged Beatrix Havergal at Water Perry. Roses were one of her specialities. Imitating the Empress Josephine, who had probably the world's first rose garden at Malmaison. Josephine had a series of paintings done. To the touch, it is a very textured piece. Ellen Wilmot commissioned Alfred Parsons to do a load of paintings in a very similar style. If you trace your finger over one of the flowers from her genus Rosa, you'll be able to feel each petal on the canvas. It was very important to her to have an academic work that proved her knowledge in a world of men. All she wanted to do was really talk about the sort of roses that she liked. Um, and they are beautiful. And there aren't that many mistakes, but there are enough to mean that it isn't a classic. She was into music at a very early age. She was given a harpsichord at age 16. She was absolutely crazy about music. She had this massive music room. I have found a wonderful letter from Huey, eight or nine years old. He's thanking Ellen Wilmot for allowing him to play in the music room at Worley. It's a charming letter. He's drawn a picture of the music room and it's got this gigantic organ that he's drawn all the pipes. She was with the Magical Society. Ethel Smythe used to come and play on the organ. Oh, she joined the Bach Choir in 1911. She joined the English Folk Song Society in 1905. I have written a piece of music called Moon of Heaven, which is for countertenor, soprano, mezzo-soprano and tenor. The text Ellen quoted in an obituary for the Essex Naturalist in 1922 after her younger sister Rose died. Rose was also a fantastic gardener. She was three years younger than Ellen and always a little bit in her shadow, but she was a great gardener. With records of roses flowering for the first time in England at Waterford. about 10 years ago was conserve her conservatory. The house has long since gone. You can see her cold frames. I can imagine these lines. It's almost like a little mini army of gardeners. It just put me in mind of the volunteers that we have through Essex Wildlife Trust. But I and so many other volunteers there have learned so much from Wadley Place. The volunteers put so much time and effort and we could not achieve anywhere near the amount that we do without the people who come and care enough about the wildlife and care enough about the nature in Essex to come week after week and really put a lot of toil and effort into creating the nature reserves. We have so much gratitude for the volunteers.
scale but in some ways we're gardening because we're trying to mimic nature. People of Essex need to know about Wally that it is the most beautiful place to visit. It is a magical secret garden that will inspire you even if you have no idea who owned it. The Moon of Heaven by Elspeth Manders, a setting of text from the Rubaiyat of Omar Khayyam, commissioned by Electric Voice Theatre in August 2020 and first performed online as part of Soundings from Essex on August the 10th by countertenor David Shepherd with Simone Ibbett-Brown, Julian Stocker and myself. Many thanks to our speakers Elspeth Manders, Helen Jacobs, Sandra Lawrence and Ailsa Wildick. And many thanks to you for listening. I hope that, like me, you'll be heading for Worley Place as soon as you can. Do check the Essex Wildlife Trust website for details. That's the end of episode 10, The Ghost of Worley Place, part of our Echoes from Essex project with Chelmsford Civic Theatre and Essex 2020. Join us for episode 11 of Women of Science and Music, 30 celebrations when we take to the air for a special study of birds with a fabulous flying duchess. Oh,